Shit could get menacing, frightening, find help. Sometimes I scare myself, myself. Shit could get menacing, frightening, find help. Sometimes I scare myself, myself. Tweaking, tweaking off that 2CB, huh? Is he gonna make it TBD, huh? Thought I was gonna run, DMC, huh? I done died and lived again on DMT, huh? See, this the type of high that won't come down. This the type of high that get you gunned down. Easy, easy trolling OD, huh? Turn TMZ to smack DVD, huh? Russell Simmons wanna pray for me, too. I'ma pray for him cause he got me, too. Thinking what if that happened to me, too? Then I'm on E! News. Shit could get menacing, frightening. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. (laughs) I like how we're both chuckling because we're not usually doing video while we do that. (laughs) Oh, okay. On this episode, we will talk about the Monday show, Ralph Garman Doesn't Hold Grudges Anymore, and the Thursday episode, Daniel's Crisis, David's Snake Story, and Coyote Hazing. But first, before shout-outs, how are you, Lil Rafi? I'm doing all right. We've been gabbing on now for quite a while. So I feel like it was, uh, we've had a lot to say. So I think maybe the last two weeks where we had guests, we couldn't, like, just waste time like we normally do. So (laughs) it was good chatting with you, but how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you. It was nice chatting with you. I just looked over. <laughs> you remember last week how Jen looked over and saw my one watermelon and three avocados? That's what she said on the last episode. Uh-huh. Anyway, I just look over. I have a second watermelon now, but it looks like two giant boobs staring at me and that just like, okay. Anyway, uh, things are good. It was good to shoot the shit with you for like how long now? A long time. Let's do a round of shout outs. Do you have any? Sure do. Uh, shout out to Dr. Jen for being live in studio and for putting up with my bullshit. Well, you guys couldn't see uh, when she said how many colleges did she go to and I said zero. She was giving me the finger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, shout out to Paul and Bruise by Dawn because last weekend was the Great American Beer Festival and got to try some... Uh, Beers that we don't normally get out here in Colorado, and as always, they are the only people I know who are cool enough to brew their own beer. Oh, and Je- and uh, Jeff, of course, but he doesn't listen to this crap, or maybe <laughs> he does. Um, shout out to Ashley. Uh, shout out to Mallory's Your Pallory, who does not listen, I don't think. Shout out to Laura Broder, iPhone Gang, Blue Bubble Boys, what I meant to say, a.k.a. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right. I'd like to shout out Brittany, of course. I love you. Also, another shout out to Trice. Last week when I said, oh, I forgot to shout out Trice, it wasn't because I had necessarily forgotten about him, but I really wanted to give him a big shout out and I didn't write it down because I thought, of course, I'm going to remember. Okay, so that just makes it sound even worse. Um, Shout out to Trice for coming out here and dealing with my shit. And... Uh, also, Dr. Jen for being 
being here at my house that was super fun and she what you guys also didn't see and when i was editing is when she was talking about smart stuff and my fitbit my pen was magnetically hanging from my fitbit and i was interrupting the show to show it i don't know if really people could understand what was going on except for that i was losing my mind and being like childish and she's smart and we're not um she also brought snacks last week the pumpkin m&ms which the pumpkin pie m&ms which i have gone back to have more of because they're actually really quite good um also i'm pmsing so that's part of it but i've been mixing it with cheese it's quite delicious and she said <laughs> i'm not pregnant trust me <laughs> also uh it's like my own m's mix thank you sorry not sorry uh also she brought me since i have i'm fecally challenged she like a lot of people want to try and solve my problem and so she had brought me four bottles of this probiotic drink and i thought okay i'm gonna give it a shot because it's kind of like kombucha and i love kombucha and i'll try anything i didn't have much high hopes but three out of four days were productive (laughs) i had one every morning and so then I went and bought a bunch more. So we'll see how that goes. She may have solved my problem or maybe it's just because it's new to my system. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to Brittany and to Leanne because of cocaine and rhinestones. Uh, I'm obsessed with this podcast now. And I had to text everyone in the middle of the night when I was at work because I was like, <laughs> who likes country? I'm going to text everyone. So shout out to all of you i love getting texts like that because it's like ah that's cool also i know Brittany had mentioned me listening to that and then i just in one ear out the other and i always have this thought in my mind like someone told me something and i need to remember what show because there you know there's so many good shows that i'm missing out on so i actually subscribed after you said that and i'm excited to listen to it uh, I also wanted to shout out to Becky McClure because I know she listens all the time and I don't think we ever shout her out enough. So love you, Becky. Jen Stark, Tim Ortez, who listens all the time. Uh, <clears throat> James Leroy Wilson. I'm sorry I didn't shout you out last week, but I'll, also I am ordering your book this today and I'm really excited to read it. It's called, oh, Ron Paul is a nut and so am I. By James Leroy Wilson. So I'm excited to read that because we don't really get political on here at all. And people don't really even probably, whatever, care to hear our positions. But um, I am I have been a registered libertarian for many, since I could vote. And I think this book sounds very interesting to me. Also, okay. Shout out to, thanks to Toby, because I want to shout out to my Vans box. <laughs> <laughs> For keeping me company on uh, cold nights. Also, (laughs) also shout out to Robert. He told me that he's started listening to the Best Friends fan cast. And he also listened to my episode of Mental Illness Happy Hour. And I think it's, it's cool when friends listen because, I mean... They don't really have to (laughs) and like they're not going to know what the fuck we're talking about. And I think it's really above and beyond that Brittany and now Robert and I know Heather means to, but she'll get there. Hi, Heather. (laughs) Um, Okay. 
and everybody else that's, that's out there that I may have forgotten because I don't forget about you. I love all of you that you're listening. And I'm sure I'll think of people along the, the, the way of this episode because that's how it goes. Shall we talk about Monday? Let's do it. All right. So Ralph Garman, what's weird is I listened to the Kevin and Bean show since the 90s. I, I guess I remember the Ralph report at some point. I don't really know. I don't... I. I'm just surprised that I don't really recognize his name or his voice. Also, was it distracting to you that his voice sounded like Tom Hanks at all? Because it was to me. I kept picturing Tom Hanks the whole time. Uh, I think I listened at like either one and a quarter or one and a half speed. So <laughs> it still sounds pretty much the same, but I didn't get that. Okay. Too maybe, much. It's, maybe it's just me. So he mentioned having this. This is what's so funny about when you're a parent. You want to give your kids the best and you're trying to give them maybe the opposite of what your parents gave you or or if you had a great childhood, you replicate it. But he had this idyllic childhood that led to unhappiness almost, which is such a weird position like to hear about. Didn't somebody else have that? Janine Garofalo? Was that her? Or she just had a great childhood but didn't lead to unhappiness? I don't know. There was something like that where you and I are like, I can't even imagine having like this perfect childhood. <laughs> um, but I just, I think it's weird to hear that side of it where you're just like, you still have problems and you still have whatever it is. I, maybe it was because he was the fat kid, but it didn't really seem like, like his parents are so supportive of him. Like, I don't know. It sounds pretty happy to me. Um. Yeah, I mean, he seems like uh, he grew up with a a good life, uh, and yeah, I don't know what that's like. So, I mean, I'm, I don't want to make it seem like my life is terrible or anything, but you know, you've got <laughs> buffalo paintings as far as the eye can see. So, obviously, in my early thirties, yeah, where was that buffalo <laughs> painting in my childhood, Lisa? <laughs> that buffalo fucking abandoned you, <laughs> but now it's back. I don't know. I was going to say, I always am envious of people who move away from home as far as like, they don't just live in the same city that they always, or, or whatever, like the same city that they're raised in or whatever. They actually like get out and see the world. And I think like that kind of like, that kind of growth makes your brain like, I just think that you need it. Like some, something about it, like even just to be out of your comfort zone or whatever it is. But I also think the whole idea of people coming to Hollywood to make it is such a, like an early 1900s dream to me that like I can't picture anyone doing that now. Like I'm moving to California, I'm moving to Hollywood, I'm going to become a star, like getting off the bus and like just that whole like the whole concept of it is so strange to me. But people must be doing it because people are coming from where, like, I don't even know, what what do you even do? Like, I don't know if you've seen A Star is Born, but they literally get off the bus and you just go to, like, a casting director. Like, I don't know how any of this works, and I've lived here almost my whole life. Yeah, I don't know how, like, if you want to be an actor, I don't know, those people are a different breed. But our very own Megan yes. did something like that. I mean, she left her popular Wisconsin farm girl life behind and moved out to the big city and you know she's living the dream in uh hollywood land over there yeah i think people that do that i just admire them and i think mostly a lot of people come to, to california for 
not necessarily become an actor, but like you said, just to, to live there, follow their dreams. Like, I don't know how many people are moving to Wisconsin to follow their dreams, <laughs> not to be mean, but like, that's something I would like to do. Like, I think like Brittany, she moved to Texas, like just, you know, and she lived in California her whole life. So like that whole thing is just, I think it's really cool. And then my other friend that moved to North Carolina is just like, you just pick up and move. And I just don't understand how people do that, but I really think I think I need to do that at some point in my life just to have that experience. Also, you're moving to California. I forgot to tell you. Well, that's the thing is Brittany actually told me that uh, because I, you know, often we joke about me moving to California and I think she's like, yeah, just do it. Like, why? Why not? You're young. It's true. It, it, I'm like, yeah. And Megan says the same thing, but I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't like the heat. I don't want the weather to be the same every True. day. I like uh, I like having seasons, and I fucking love the snow, and I love driving like a jackass in the snow. And in California, I won't get to drive like a jackass at all because I'll just be <laughs> sitting in traffic. Well, you know, the snow generally is about an hour away from here. It's not that bad. We do actually have a lot of snow in California. It's just Southern California, even in Southern California. But, you know, like I said, it's an hour away for us. And I can actually see it when I'm driving home from dropping off the kids at school. Like I can see the snowy mountains after it's raining. I'm just like, that's awesome that I can see that, but I don't have to drive through it. <laughs> like it's cool. But, um, but yeah, for the heat, it sucks. But like, if it's cold all the time, aren't you inside all the time? Uh, I mean, yeah, so, I guess. <laughs> you can just be but... inside here all the time with the, with the air on. So it makes pretend like it's snowing. You know, you always mention that there's snow in California, and I don't know if it's because you're a woman or not, but I don't believe you. <laughs> this is America, Lisa. Nothing you say uh, can be truthful. Oh, you're right. But you're right. Uh, if if a man out there in California can corroborate this story, please let me know. I might be on the next flight. <laughs> you know, the aforementioned Paul has just moved back from Maryland and he's in Northern California. And and I bet Trice could probably tell you there's two credible people. Demian can tell you. I don't know if you would trust his word, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and maybe that's all because they're all North. But, I mean, it it happens. <laughs> did you call Demian Demi? Like Demia did you no! mean? <laughs> God, when I go back and edit, if I did. No, I did not. <laughs> Make sure you leave that in. Oh, I will. Um, but, yeah. it Well check in with a man and because they're so much smarter and stuff so they'll tell you there's snow <laughs> yeah here. i don't i don't care what your shirt says lisa i don't believe that you know science <laughs> <laughs> i just wear those shirts so people leave me alone <laughs> okay so ralph was a roommate with adam carolla and I guess that whole story is sort of interesting. It's always interesting to hear the other side. It's also funny that, like, this is Allison's show now. It's going to be, like, all the people that are left in the the dust of Corolla, and they can all, like, air their grievances. But it's also good in a way that's like, okay, we weren't wrong to, like, leave listening to his show. And, like, his megalomaniac craziness is not like we were just seeing it. It's really a thing. Yeah, um... I listened to the episode with Allison on the Ralph Report. I signed up for his Patreon thing. I did a little post about it on the Facebook group. It was funny to me because he 
I like I don't know this Ralph Garman guy, but uh, he was talking about Adam in the way that kind of we all talk about him. Like we we know he's kind of full of shit and he's very self absorbed and and so I thought it was interesting because this is like a guy who has no reason to dislike Adam, but like clearly everyone sees Adam for what he is, except for Adam. And it's it's strange to me how like I guess his fans or whoever his employees, uh, you know, it's <laughs> how they just they have to lie to themselves and to the world to like live with this guy. I guess I don't know. So I, I just found it refreshing that there's someone else out there who is like because of course Allison people are gonna hate Adam for the obvious reasons, but this guy has like no skin in the game and he's just like yeah this is how this guy is and like i want nothing to do with that that's very true that's a good point i've forgotten that you took one for the team i think it was the way you phrased it <laughs> by paying to listen to that show i totally forgot that that's the one that it was was it did you say it was kind of a boring episode or it was good or what um <clears throat> i don't like his show style because it's mm. it's very like radio and that there was like fucking crazy sound effects like every five seconds and there was like 20 segments per episode it felt like and i was just like i was like what the fuck is going on with this show like uh, i mean if you're into it that's cool i guess but it's not for me uh and then i didn't like that because he does an episode five days a week like she mentioned uh like they mentioned he cuts the like one hour interview into like 10 to 15 minute segments for each day oh and uh so i was like yeah i just want to hear the fucking interview but then every sunday he releases the full unedited episode of the interview that is uh and it was it was a good interview he is a good interviewer he pretty much just went through her life up until now so nothing that we don't already know but because he was a good interviewer and, you know, we don't hear her backstory every day. So it was still kind of like refreshing to hear it again. Uh, but I would not pay uh, for another month of that show. <laughs> yeah, that sounds kind of annoying. And his background is radio and that kind of, I, I don't know. It is weird that he is sort of behind the Patreon wall because I don't know how you're going to get new listeners. You're going to have, hopefully all these people follow you from radio, but all those people eventually will die (laughs) sorry i mean it just seems weird i don't know i don't like listening to radio dj hosty type people anyway so i i doesn't sound like it would be for me but i'll just take your word for it that it was a decent interview i don't know if i need to like pay two dollars for it yeah and i mean he has like interesting he has like interesting guests uh the person after allison was the guy who does a voice on the animaniacs or something so if you're like into that so I guess like his fans will maybe sign up for a bit and maybe they'll like it. But mm. yeah, I think the Patreon world is something that is very interesting to me because we, I mean, you could say the same thing about us, you know, it's like we if they, weird. if, if the, <laughs> that's not what I meant, but yeah, that too. <laughs> but like the people from the Ralph Garman podcast, they were like, oh, she was good. But like, why would I pay for her Patreon? Maybe right. they're like... 
Maybe they're like, oh, we get, we could get this Allison show for free. Why would we pay for some other shit on Patreon for her? So like, it could, you, I, I see both sides. I don't know. That makes sense. I see. Huh. That being said, support Allison on Patreon. Don't be a podcast squatter. <laughs> Agreed. Two dollars a month. I might even up my my Patreon on uh, for the Space Cave, but. Because I've been supporting his, and I got some artwork in and posters and stuff, which was cool. But if you go up a little bit more, you can call into the show, and I think that'd be kind of cool. And he'll uh, clip or uh, plug something, so we can plug our show on there. Oh yeah, I I <laughs> was a Space Cave supporter because I was just waiting for that Dequants episode because I wanted that bonus content. And then now that it's out, I was like, you know, I don't even listen to his show unless one of the Allison people's on. So. I was like, I'm gonna take that money and give it to Ologies because that's a show I do listen to every week. So, I'm you know still... what? I stopped listening to both of them, but not because I, it's just because of time. And, yeah, and I've been listening to the Doughboys a lot, <laughs> <laughs> and then Allison's show, which takes I just don't ha- I just don't have a lot of time to listen. But I did listen to the Daniel Quantz one, of course, the Colonel Jeff one, um, and I like both of their shows a lot and i didn't support ologies on this is really lame but like all of the perks i wasn't really interested in any of them i will say that her perks are pretty terrible so i'm only at like i think the dollar or something like that level so um like i don't even want to be on like some of the perks are like you get pictures of whatever of me filming or something and it's like or seeing extra stuff on Patreon, but it's like I'm already part of the Ologies Facebook group, and already I don't look at that mostly because of that bad apples over there, and I'm like I don't want to come in contact with this person. But also, it's such a huge group that it's kind of like too much. Where I like the Best Friends fan cast is getting close to a hundred, where I'm like, okay, um, that's pretty cool, but it's more intimate. Like it doesn't feel like like I feel like I know almost everybody. There's a lot of new people, which is kind of cool too. Shout out to Amanda. I don't. I will not pronounce her name correctly. I don't know if she listens. And also Tim Pierce. We need to have him on. We just need to get our schedules better so that we can have other people on. People that are just now listening probably think it's just you and I always, but it's usually a lot of everybody else. All you know, all the fans. Not our fans. Alice's fans. <laughs> I feel like it's my fault because I work nights, and so it's just kind of like trying to <laughs> do it while I'm awake. And, yeah, uh, but it's, it's also it's mine now too because with Mike being gone, it's like I can't always do it. I just have to fit it in too. So it just happens to work out. It's during the day when everybody else is working. <laughs> yeah, but so my apologies to everybody that wants to spill their opinions about Allison. But we'll get back into a regular schedule. And but I'll- that that said, if you do want to give your opinion on something you heard on the Monday or Thursday show, but you can't be on the show for whatever reason maybe you're shy you can always send a clip in uh to bffancast at gmail.com and we can play it in the show that's perfect also if you want to have a one-on-one interview where you just talk about how you became an allison fan and talk about your life we get to know you better then uh we can pretty much work around your schedule we'll do a bring you oh my god it was a byof We can do a thank you for being a fan episode where we just talk to you about you. And it could be pretty much any time because I'm pretty flexible. Yeah, or just, a two... Just ask my Vans box. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, or a two-on-one if you're freaky, but either Ew. way. I know. We've never done that before. That would be fun. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, we know no. you've done that before. <laughs> Only once. But I definitely, it's definitely comes in handy. Um, <laughs> God. Okay, so, hmm. Ralph was talking about as an adult, you can surround yourself with non-horrible people. I don't even know if it was just, he was talking about it or the both of them were talking about it, but just that whole, like, you don't have to be around people that suck. It, and it's funny how much time we waste being with people that suck. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> but um, as an adult, you're like, you know, life does end. Like, why the fuck are we wasting it with people that make our lives miserable and Allison sort of shared her little thing about that the bitch, you know, the lady that was that they share a babysitter with. And just having to deal with people like that just makes it makes me like hyperventilate, like makes me nauseous even hearing her story back. Because I'm just like, I'm always in that position because I'm not an asshole. So like I don't, in, you know, I'm always in the position of being treated like an asshole, but like and being dumped on instead of just I don't know. I I just wish that I could be a person that could speak up for myself without being an asshole. Instead I just get trampled on like a buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> I've mentioned before how I will cut you out of my life if I don't think you're <laughs> worthy. You're talking to me, I'm like, oh my God, this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is an intervention, Lisa. Uh no yeah just it's like what's the point of like being surrounded by these fucking terrible people and uh yeah if i was a roommate with adam carolla i think uh, i would have been done with him a lot sooner than i was that's so true like think about how many people just like hung on for so long until they get fired from his life basically is the only thing <laughs> that keeps them around um yeah just friendships like just like gum stuck to my shoe it's like why why well on that note it reminds me of very similar things uh this is the third person i think that's been fired from k-rock that has been on allison's show and i don't know kevin and bean but they do strike me as like very corolla-esque in that sense uh and i thought that was really interesting that he thought, you know, oh, I thought we were friends, and then out of the blue, I get the can, and it's like no one gave a shit. So, you know, be be uh, be more picky with who you're loyal to, you know? Yeah, no kidding. Huh. Sorry, that was deep. To quote a wise man, oh, these boy. hoes ain't loyal. saw my life flash before my eyes so also ralph was talking about creating the life that you want to live and i hate when i hear those things i love and i hate it because i am like fuck yes that's like what we should all be doing and then i'm like i don't know how and then i'm just like well i guess nothing's gonna change <laughs> but like just creating the life that we want like putting positivity out there not being such a negative like i was thinking about this because you and i are both negative people but i think in totally different ways like I'm a po- like I'm a naively positive negative person, and I think maybe you're just like a you automatically have like what are, what am I trying to say? Like you see things in a more realistic way where things are negative. Where I like na- naively be like I'm gonna do like make sure maybe the, give them like the benefit of the doubt when they're like total assholes. 
You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't want to speak for you. Uh, I will say yes. I'm a very negative person. And uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know how to make those life changes where I can just be a positive person. And I I just don't think it's going to happen for me, Lisa. You know what it is? How it's going to happen? Oh, it's the trash truck. I'm like, what is that noise? Um, that I heard. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, what's going to happen is this: you're going to move to California, which is totally outside of your comfort zone. The sun is the positivity that you need. This cloudy, snowy weather—it's negative. It's where people kill themselves, like in Seattle. <laughs> uh, first of all. Uh, I love that dark, snowy weather. And I think I've mentioned this on here before. Because you embrace my sister... negativity. That's why. Yes. My, <laughs> sister, my sister said something like, uh, she's like, who doesn't like the sun? She said something like, God's people like like the sun. And I was like, yeah, exactly. So there you go. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not yeah, it's not going to happen for me. Lisa. Even, woman I think said, in a place like L.A., I would just become a whole different level of cynical. I would go like, to, oh like, fuck yeah, don't move to L.A. Yeah, like stage five <laughs> or yeah. something. I when I go there once every couple of months, I'm like, fuck the world. What the fuck is happening? And then I drive home. I'm like, okay, everything's cool. Everything's calm. I like the sun, but I'm very excited. It's going to rain on Monday, so you get excited about a little bit of weather changing. We do get seasons. People are crazy. It's, where I live, of course, it's like the desert. But, like, California is fucking huge. People, check out a map. Okay, but then <laughs> but then it's like that doesn't even count. If I drove five hours, I'd be, like, <laughs> damn near to South Dakota. If you drive five hours, you're, like, finally you're oh, in San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, hey, Trace. Hey, Demian. But, yeah, you can still you can drive for, like, ten hours and you'll still be in the same state. And it's very different. But the see, middle, that... not so much. Well, there's a lot of farm country. But like the actual middle, like the wine country, is pretty awesome right there. I, I can't afford to go there. You know this. Yeah, I can't either. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> California's fucking expensive. I'm moving. That's it. I'm out. Yeah, come on to Colorado where all the ex-San Francisco people are moving. So, you know, there must be something good here. Other than yeah, weed. But Bay Area people are real assholes. That's well, what that's I've heard. That's true. That's what I've heard. I think Demian has mentioned that. I could probably give Massachusetts people run for their money. <laughs> oh my gosh, that reminds me that <laughs> you remember the the Craigslist guy, how we were gonna reenact my my uh whatever, what's it called? My interaction with him? And mm-hmm. he was from the Bay Area. So there you go. <laughs> Only one person will probably remember this story, but one day it'll come up again. We'll have to reenact it because it was so good. <laughs> also, the roller skate one, which I, the eBay one, which I shared when this was the JMO Patrol, and the guy was like, reaming me out. Okay. I have one last quick thing from Monday. Uh, Ralph Garman mentioned that when he saw Adam at some kind of party, he immediately started talking about, hey, did you see Steve McQueen's watch sold for like a million dollars? And then I I was like, uh, I don't remember that story. So I looked it up. August 1, 2012, 
Steve McQueen's Hoyer Monaco from the movie Le Mans sold for $799,500. What I believe Ralph uh, confused for Steve McQueen was Paul Newman's Rolex Daytona sold recently. Uh, Let me look up that story because it sold for an astronomical amount. Paul Newman's Rolex Daytona back in October of last year, sold for $17.7 million, becoming the most expensive wristwatch ever sold. And as we know, Adam Carolla is on Paul Newman's dick harder than a pair of fireproof undergarments. (laughs) Um, He, and that's what he said. He's like, oh, I got all this Paul Newman, or I got all this, he said, Steve McQueen memorabilia, and that's like my retirement plan. But as we know, he has Paul Newman's race cars and shit. So I think that's what he was referring to. And uh, if anyone else wants to talk about stupid wristwatches and prices, uh, feel free to talk to me. (laughs) Please. Somebody. (laughs) Anybody. Uh, If you're an orthologist, what is it? Orology. Orologist, um, maybe you guys can be friends. Maybe follow. I don't. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. As usual, I think you're right because when he says Steve McQueen, I'm like that doesn't track. But Paul Newman totally does because he was up his asshole. And seventeen million dollars. Like who's even wearing? Who bought this? Some Saudi Arabian prince or something? Um, no one knows. Some people think Rolex bought it back. Oh. Uh, like they actually bought it for their museum or whatever but i think it was probably a private collector and you uh they live streamed the auction and bidding got to like 10 million no 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 i think it started at like five or something million dollars and it like started getting up real quick and someone just busted out with the 10 million and then shit got crazy from there uh maybe i'll tweet out the link to that video because i remember it was like a it was a big story at the time was the O. Henry's heir there bidding on it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, it's it's an interesting story if anyone cares because Paul Newman, uh, his daughter was dating a guy and Paul Newman gave that guy this watch and he's had it ever since. Whoa. And so they were starting, he he was starting a, like a charity or something and so the all the profit from this watch is supposedly going to start his charitable foundation. So it's kind of good, but, uh, that's interesting because Paul Newman has a kind of a charity, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder so, why he would start a whole new one. That's interesting. I don't think he's like married to the daughter anymore though. That's the funny oh. thing. It's like, it's so weird to me that, but, uh, what they call the quote unquote, Paul Newman Daytona is this specific reference number, uh, it's real boring, but like Ellen DeGeneres has a couple, like uh, John Mayer has one, like suit, like super serious rich guys who collect watches <laughs> have them. But Fun. this is the, so they're all going for like a million dollars, but because this was Paul wow. Newman's actual Paul Newman Daytona is why it went so crazy. You can edit that's, as much of that as you want. No, that's pretty interesting. It's pretty crazy though. Sorry, I got to take a picture of my watermelons because they're just <laughs> staring at me. They're googly. <laughs> They're all googly. I wonder if Jeff's going to be at that show. I am getting a hotel room. I'm just kidding. 
Oh, God. It's I can't gonna... believe I left so much of that in last week. I was going to edit a lot of that out, and then I'm like, uh, I'm too lazy. <laughs> I, I just got your picture of the melons, and uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Party at Lisa's. <laughs> and the right one's bigger if you're facing the, uh, if you're behind it. Okay. Party Which, at You Lisa's. know I am. <laughs> As we said earlier, there's someone next door that you might be interested in. <laughs> Gross. Um, before we go on to Thursday, I just wanted to give an, well, it's an update, but like, this is going to record before this even probably comes out, but like, oh my gosh, but like, so tomorrow you, Dr. Jen and I are going to do our first book club episode. We read Greg Heller's Bombs, Bombs, Mom's book, September Somewhere. So we're going to do a little mini bonus episode. And I think after that, we will do another, read another book and do that. So if anyone wants to join us, um, listen, read it, read the book, first of all, and also uh, join us on the next one, which we'll probably talk about tomorrow or after that. Yeah. Um I've been trying to find an excuse to make some more kind of Allison merch. Um, and I had an idea and I forgot it apparently, but uh, maybe we'll do that for the next book club. Uh, so more people will be incentivized to read such a book. Ah, I have some signed uh, books of hers that I still have that I can give away at mm. some point. I've got two. And. Yeah, so we can do that maybe. Also, the next book that we're going to read, if we have decided on it, I have purchased a few already, so I can ship them to people if need be. <laughs> because reading on a Kindle, not my favorite thing. Um, also, what else? We're going to do a group recording here in March at my house. So if anyone wants to come out to California and stay at my house, we'll have a slumber party and do like uh, Allison-related events. Maybe Allison will even uh, decide to join us since she said she will be on the show. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you guys didn't to... know that. We're yes. saving her appearance for that day. So make sure you come out to Orange <laughs> County. Book your flights now. Uh, there might be snow on the mountains by the time March hits. There was last year. Okay. <laughs> I know there was more I wanted to say and I just can't think. All right. So Thursday. We were her little carrot cake spread sent in, not just by just Jennifer, but doctor, just Dr. Jennifer, because she is the one who has uh, given Daniel crisis by sending in this carrot cake spread, which is kind of awesome. That was Dr. Jen? It was. I double checked on Patreon and I'm like, oh, that's as soon as she, Shun, as soon as she said Jennifer, I'm like, oh, it's obviously for the show's sake. Let's just say it is her. <laughs> So it's funny that she says just Jennifer and everyone thought that she really meant that it was said just Jennifer, but it doesn't. It's just her name because she's very private, Dr. Jennifer. But carrot cake spread. Allison posted a picture on Instagram of this. She just couldn't wait, apparently, for the show to come out and she wanted to post it. And it was so confusing to me because I don't understand why this even needs to exist. I have no idea. And as I was like, reading it and confused and then i sent a comment and then literally the mail came and my fearless flyer came in the mail 
and it had a description in there of like what it's for and still i don't understand why of all the cakes in the world they would pick the grossest one to make a spread out of can you explain what a fearless flyer is for those people who don't have tjs in their area my bad i forgot trader joe's is a grocery store chain and the fearless flyer is their advertisement of all of their new items and pretty much this one is cover to cover pumpkin spice up your asshole everything and then carrot cake spread (laughs) yeah shout out to our canadian listeners who probably don't know about trader joe's except for when they hear it in podcasts true although i feel like this carrot cake spread would have originated from canada very strange uh so are you gonna buy a jar your next visit yes yes i will i mean you 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 gotta get something other than the 12 wine bottles uh (laughs) so they don't think you just went there for 12 (laughs) bottles of wine again (laughs) and i love the conversation every time is like oh partying or stocking up i'm like what do you think (laughs) do i look like i have friends in my state (laughs) Because I don't. Are you taking... That's a that's a shot at me. <laughs> I don't have any friends here. I mean, I do. But barely. Everybody moves and everybody's everywhere. It's annoying. So I'm trying to get everyone to move to California. Because <laughs> 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 it's better. But... And Dr. Jen would approve with that. Approve of that. I, much like Daniel, was very fucking confused by why this needed to exist. And after reading the description, I still don't understand, like, why... You would want that flavor spread onto stuff. And then this led to the conversation of jar food. And I thought, I think it was, I don't know who said it, but it was like, wow, pizza in a jar. It's like, first I was like, gross. This is like, it's almost like baby food for adults. Like, I don't understand what the point of it is. But then what if there is like a pizza spread? That sounds kind of delicious. I don't think I'm going to eat it. Or look well, for it. Well, if I left it out on the counter for three days, would you eat it? <laughs> well, you know what? If you had like a... Ah, you just perked right up. No, no, no. <laughs> if you had like a like a nice piece of like garlic bread and you spread this pizza paste on it and like gave it a little toast, put a little... And didn't call it pizza paste? A yes. little shredded mozzarella on top, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I just Jesus want pizza Christ. is the thing now. <laughs> I'm just recreating a pizza. So, no, yes, don't do not do this. This is ridiculous. But then, on the other hand, carrot cake spread, just get a slice of carrot cake. You obviously just want carrot cake. Why would you put that spread on anything? But chocolate cake spread, wouldn't that be better? I don't know why. Why the fuck does this need to be mixed up into a jar? Have we all lost the, the like ability to chew? I don't understand why everything has to be a fucking shake and a smoothie and like, fuck. Sorry. Shout Barely out to Megan. Um, uh. <laughs> yeah. Trader Joe's is an odd store because I'm not in love with them like a lot of people are. but And it's times like these where I think, you know, they're playing God and they have created an abomination and uh, just stick to fucking, you know, like uh, chocolate-covered JoJo's or whatever the fuck you do there. Chocolate-covered everything. Okay, I love Trader Joe's, but I am not like... I don't drink the Kool-Aid 100%. I'll take a sip off of it. But I can't just get all my grocery shopping done there. But they do have these fun things. And this is just like 
hey, guess what? We're going to come out with a new fun thing. It's like, no, you fucked up. And the Speculus, whatever, that cookie spread is gross. And I like that Colonel Jeff said Speculum. And I like that. I like that Danielle could... Danielle? <laughs> I like that Danielle could not remember how to spe- say it. And he was kind of like Snookyloo or something. I don't understand the need for that either. I remember looking at it and I'm like, it's cookie butter spread i don't understand what this is for i was confused by it and i think i got the speculoos cookies once because i thought i need to taste what this flavor is was not excited by it then they have like a cookie they made a beer out of it they made this they made everything out of this fucking speculoos spread i got the beer because it's beer it was cookie something and i'm like okay it was all right but i don't so now they're just going to make everything into a spread? And why would you pick carrot cake? It's like the least favored cake. <laughs> I was furious before I even heard Thursday's show. And hearing Daniel, I'm like, yes, I don't get it. Yeah, agreed. Trader Joe's stick Blows. to your lane, oh. whatever that is. <laughs> that means don't drive around like you do in the snow. <laughs> like an asshole. All right. Just really quick, uh, David's uh, OCD, how they were talking about the cords. Two things. Colonel Jeff said something about not winding the cord up on your headphones too much. And I was like, oh, because all of ours from like the group recordings are all like tied up pretty tight. But I don't open and close them a lot. So I don't know if I'm ruining them. So now I'm questioning how I store all my stuff. That's obviously just me. And I also wonder... <laughs> Since lassoing is such a part of David's natural behavior, I wonder if he uses that in the bedroom. <laughs> Did I get an eyebrow on my page? Okay, good. <laughs> you don't have any comments on that? Um, no. I also have to make a an apology for last week because... When people are here at my house, I'm so fucking excited that, like, the laughing... My laughter is already very, like, grating and hard to hear. But when someone's in the house with me, I'm, like, even more animated. And listening back and editing, I'm like, oh, my God. How does anybody fucking listen to this show? So my apologies. Um, hmm. And I try and laugh off mic, but it just... I have a fucking laugh of, like, an old... No, I'm not going to say that because it's going to sound racist. <laughs> I hit my head on the mic. Okay. <laughs> so pets as snakes, they wonder, I like how they tiptoed around this because they don't want to insult anybody. But if you have a pet as a pet snake, do they have different personalities than other snakes? And I'm sure people that would want a pet snake would say yes, but I'd say probably fucking totally not. Just like Allison said, it's like, oh, so it's a snake. It's just like shock value pet. Nobody has a snake and just doesn't talk about it or bring it around. They aren't secret snake owners. Like, you know that they have a snake. Uh, I have a friend who has... Oh my has god, I thought you were going to say you have a snake! Who has a python as a... As a I was going to say as a friend. As a pet. <laughs> but he doesn't bring it out ever really like occasionally he'll take it out of the cage if we're there but it's pretty rare mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean it's it's an odd pet uh who does that 
But if I ever saw someone like walking a snake on a leash, I would fucking think it was hilarious. So okay, maybe so more the people next should. Time you're here. Two things. Um, I mentioned on Twitter, and I know only a few people know this story, but the tra- the aforementioned Trader Joe's, the guy that I saw at the parking lot drinking half and half twice, and now I keep running into him downtown because I think he's a prostitute because he's there in the morning, he's there at night, and he's just hanging out on the corner, and he's just very, I don't know. And my husband has seen, when he bent over, he was wearing a woman's G-string. So like all of these things together, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with this guy. But Brittany, when when she lived here, and we used to all get together and play games down there at the Circle. Sorry, down downtown Orange. And we would all just play games and have dinner or whatever. And there was a guy there that would always bring his snake. <laughs> Not one of our friends. But it was one of these people because in that corner, it's like vagrant corner because there's Starbucks. For some reason, it draws in apparently prostitutes and like homeless people. And snake owners so there's this guy that like had this white snake of course and he would always just be like like he just wanted to always start conversations like oh i need people to talk to me i'm pretty sure we called it chicken fried snake and i i think Brittany, correct me if i'm wrong um also the next time you're here little rafi there's uh i know i've shown you or talked about the eichlers that are the mid-century modern homes that are like right across the street from me the neighborhood and there was a person walking their snake last year <laughs> out there like this is something that happens so i we need to like go witness this <laughs> walking your snake was it on a leash though okay i have to say i did not witness this my neighbor came home they're like we were walking over there in the eichlers and there was a lady out walking her snake and i think i had the same question i'm like on a leash I think possibly I need to ask because that is something that is really part of the story that would make more (laughs) um, interest. Yeah. That's going to make or break this story for me. So even if there was no leash, uh, you better put one in when you tell the story again. Okay. Start over. So, and I could probably be more succinct about, you know, the fucking Eichler's mid-century model. Like I can't even tell a fucking story straight. Why do I do this show? So this also led to the talk of, pets that get released out you know people just release their snakes or their turtles or whatever and i know there's a lot of cities where people just throw their dogs and their cats and and stuff like that and i know i've mentioned the parrots that we have here in orange that we have tons of these green parrots everywhere and right now they're they're really heavy in in orange but they move around and when trice was here he got to hear them i'm like ooh, you get to hear the parrots and he's just like huh (laughs) I'm like, listen to the show. You'll know. You'll understand. Um, but there's all these, like, myths about, oh, it was one person's pet that got out and they multiplied. Or, like, so, I don't know. There's all these different stories of, like, how it happens. But who knows? Anyway, I'm laughing, I'm laughing at myself for that whole story. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, it's uh, it's pretty late here. And, well, late. Oh, my God. It's 2.17 p.m. It's pretty late here. I mean, because I've been up all fucking night, so I think I'm starting to lose my train of thought. I can see your eyes are like, finally starting to like get tired. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was going to say something about that, uh, so I'll just say nothing. Nothing instead. comes out. It's like, <laughs> I'm not drunk, I swear. It's early. All right, so Allison and Daniel have a door update. Uh, 
I think they did the smart thing in getting just a cheap thing because to just get it now and just get something you like better. Uh, have doors is the the thing. Um, when we replaced our front door only, we got a um, a fiberglass door because the, everyone says that's the best. You don't want to get it won't get termites. You won't have to replace it. It's like lifetime kind of like whatever. And after hearing this, the heat transfer thing is a thing. And but it costs more than pretty much everything in our house. It was fucking expensive. But it's, you know, it was worth it. But they had replaced, like, a lot of doors. That's much different. Also, I hope that on the next Patreon live stream that they're actually living there and we get a tour of the house because it sounds really cool. And I don't even have an excuse of not sleeping. Because I don't know what's happening. Oh, I'm almost done with this uh, hard sparkling water, is what they're trying to call it. It's a glorified Zima, let's be real. Um... I fortunately am not a homeowner and I don't have to deal with these door problems. But uh <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Uh seems like fiberglass is a good option. I don't know. I I would assume because I'm an idiot and I'm old fashioned, I'd be like, I want a wooden door <laughs> and then, you know, cut to six years later where there's like fucking holes in it from termites or god knows what. You know what? We had a wooden door on this house and it was from 1963 and it was fine. And we just replaced it because I don't know, because we were repainting the house and it just looks old and you just want a new door. But, but I will say you have a great door. It's uh, oh, it's one of those splitty top bottom doors and uh, you and can... You know how I like them splitty tops. And, <laughs> and you can uh, leave the bottom closed and then when randos come to your door, which they often do... Uh, you can just look over and be like, oh, hey, there's the person that's possibly going to murder me. Yeah, it's very like Wizard of Ozzy because I could be like, who goes there? But it's... Uh, it's what Blizzard of Oz. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to uh, Tim Ortez. He's going to enjoy that terrible joke. <laughs> uh, they used to have those doors, the half and half doors, but ours is like three quarters, one quarter. So someone can't just jump over. Like my husband is six, three, so he can reach over and unlock it. But in general, when people come to the door, I see just the top of their heads and I'm like, who's out there? Little short person. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I can uh, do a little somersault in through the top, <laughs> like a cat burglar. <laughs> <laughs> God, the next time you hear, will you please ninja your way into the house? Uh, why, yes, I shall do that. Okay. Well, you already dressed the part, so that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't see him. we got a black long sleeve shirt. I'm also wearing black pants and uh, black and gray socks. Also, for the people that listened to the last two episodes where your buffalo picture has come up, um, we got a little insight on the origins of this Buffalo picture because I got to meet little Rafi's roommate and I questioned him about where he got it. And his words were, uh, you know, you acquire some shit. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what he not, said. First of all, it's not my, you keep saying my Buffalo painting. And well, first of all, I can still see it in the background. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's, it's like a, you photo on a canvas it's not an actual painting and it's not mine 
it was no but it represents this show when you're on it (laughs) you know i i would take a picture of it but i feel like the mystery of it is just better than people seeing this actual stupid piece of shit that i hate although i think i posted it on instagram like two weeks ago but oh yeah you did huh because i was (laughs) doing a weird face next to it yeah i remember don't ever correct me again though anyway anybody that (laughs) okay sorry you are a man you know better than i do you were better than me oh my god Fuck. it's see it's because of uh those tiny brains that women possess that That's, is true uh, that was a uh, old uh space oh my god <laughs> on Pro- on professor blastoff david huntsberger's old show his uh co-host kyle would always joke about how uh it's because women have smaller brains anyway that was uh very unnecessary tangent should i talk more about snakes please (laughs) don't (laughs) thank you oh my gosh my voice just cracked again so daniel mentioned stealing a doorknob and i wondered if there's anything the weirdest thing you ever stole Hmm. and i i know i realized last week i talked about i was so good at stealing that i would just steal all the time because i just could and i had to break myself of that habit I think one of the last things that I stole was also Brittany, correct me if I'm wrong, was a napkin holder from the old ship for her house. But I'm not, not like she asked me for it, but she's like, oh, that's really cool. I'm like, I got it. Uh, uh, the, the last, uh, no, I, God damn it. I can't think straight. Uh, no, when I used to be a landscaper and we used to go around and like shovel snow at big properties, uh, me and my friend would carry flathead screwdrivers and we did what we called a five second quick jack and we would steal a car emblems from car hoods just because for no fucking reason and uh that's the only thing i can think of that i really stole and that oh and so if the anyone... fact that it comes with a name is even better <laughs> five second quick jack baby uh and if anyone knows cars maybe you know the nissan skyline gtr it has a very uh iconic logo i guess the gt and then it has a big red r and you can buy these on eBay, of course. And so one time we saw it on like a Ford Taurus. And I said, stop the car. I cannot allow a Ford Taurus to drive around with a GTR badge, even though I know it's obviously a fake badge. Uh, so, yeah, we just stopped the car and I jumped out and uh, quick snatched it. And uh, I don't know what happened to that badge. But I was like, this is justice. You can't go around falsely advertising and ruining the name of a legendary iconic sports car you're like the dexter of like car emblems (laughs) yeah that's what i'm always telling people (laughs) you know having had old cars where like having those original emblems on there was such a huge thing but also you would find an old car and those would be missing because people would sell them or they get ripped off very easily because they're pretty prominent but that would have like broken my heart to have stuff like that ripped off of my car but like taurus yeah, I, I think you're doing the Lord's work. Well, so. it's the, the, also the, on the wrong car, but the offensive thing was that it's not an authentic GTR badge because at that time that car was not sold in America. So 
you're just buying like a cheap Chinese plastic badge and sticking it on your stupid four Taurus. But you just reminded me, my sister, when she was in high school, uh, she hung out with a lot of uh, your types of people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, the types who would uh, borrow other people's cars and never return them. Well, you returned yours. But either way, uh, yeah. they and then they kept uh, she kept a Malibu badge from a car they uh, were driving in. Oh, OK. So that reminds me. Renee was uh, sharing her story about driving around with, a, with an alarm on and because her key fob, something was wrong with it or something was broken and she had to drive with the alarm on, which is like so fucking embarrassing. And I recently said when we talked about me stealing that car, not just me by myself, but uh, borrowing that car for a little while, I also said that I may have stolen another car, but I didn't know it because I was at a friend's house and she said we were, that she was house sitting. So we were in this house and she's like, oh, we're going to drive to the store and we were in this car and the alarm started going off and it was just going off and going off. I'm like, in retrospect, she wasn't a close friend of mine. It was like a friend of a friend. So I was just kind of like hanging out. And I thought, I'm pretty sure she broke into that house. And we were just hanging out in that house. And she stole that car. And we were driving around because she was like very clueless about everything that was going on with it. Like very suspicious. And she was an unsavory character. So. Like I said, your types of friends. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. So. Also, everyone out there, tell us what the weirdest thing is you stole. I also thought about, I stole something at the first PodFest. I brought home my glass. Uh, that happens, ha- used to happen a lot. I would accidentally take glasses home from places. And I thought of another thing that I stole by accident. I can't remember. Um, anyway, Allison's perfect vision is not so perfect anymore. And I've had the same fear because much like Allison, I have actually better than perfect vision. <clears throat> Um, and I'm scared because I'm thinking that I'm going to have to probably go get glasses as well. But I love, first of all, Allison is indecisive, but like going to a place and looking, shopping for her new face. I wonder if she used the code Kramer when she was in there to get a good discount. (laughs) Well, I like how they're like the frames, they make your face and you know, why would someone steer you wrong? They're going to give you the right ones. I'm like that whole episode of Seinfeld is exactly (laughs) I forgot what the, was it Gloria Vanderbilt's or something like <laughs> that George accidentally got? You sold me ladies frames. <laughs> What's that about ladies frames? <laughs> uh, yeah, that episode is fantastic. If you've never seen it, go watch it, of course. Um, I thought about that episode. Uh, but also, I recently got glasses. I think I mentioned it on here. Uh, I only wear them when I'm at work driving at night. Uh, it helps me see numbers better and whatnot. And, you know, I thought I can see good-ish. Like, I see fine. You know, what's the problem? <laughs> and then when I went to go get my eye exam, and, you know, they're doing that A, B, which one's better thing. And when she got, like, to the final, my prescription, I guess, I, I, I said, I feel like I have, like, Superman vision. Like, I've, I don't think I've ever seen that well in my life. It was like bionic really? eyes, so I mean, so like if, my natural eyes, then yeah, yeah, like they were <laughs> not anymore, though. Like I said, my eye doctor did say he's like your eyesight might be better than perfect now, but just wait till you're forty. And I haven't been since I turned forty 
I haven't been back. So I'm denying myself, but I'm actually, like I said before we were recording, I am kind of excited to get glasses, just reading glasses, because much like my ologies shirt, I just will look smart. Well, and yeah, and and like Allison, don't don't put too much thought into the frame. I mean, just pick a face and go with it. <laughs> and why not do the chain? <laughs> I feel like Colonel Jeff would be with someone that would have chain on, on their glasses. And he was like, don't get that. You know, he likes old fashioned stuff. They did a snack chat and they had the maple candy corn. Did you think that regular candy corn had a flavor? And what did you think it was if you did? Um, I, I, you know, it's one of those things where like you have it all the time, but you never really consider what it is or what it's trying to imitate. And I guess it is butterscotch, but I haven't had a candy corn in so long that maybe I'm just being influenced by what they're saying. So maybe this Halloween I, I can, re- I can report back, but okay, I feel like report back. Let's get them all. Let's get like the maple one. Sounds interesting. <laughs> The regular ones to me, butterscotch butterscotch is a very strong flavor. I, to me, it tastes like vanilla or just like mm. sugar. You know what? It kind of tastes like French vanilla, kind of. Now that I'm thinking of it, but maybe I'm wrong. Interesting. Um, one thing I did think was uh, funny about this part was Renee said, "Allison, what have you done?" Like, like she, it's like she gave her a hit of crack or like she, you know, yes. injected the H straight into her arm, and she's like. Why did you do this to me? Yeah, because first of all, how is uh how are candy corn one of your favorite candies? It's like gross. And I actually do like the texture. Something about the waxy and the sugary, like I like it. I don't mind having one or two, but the flavor is just I don't know. It's not my fa- like if it's not, I don't know. I just waste waste calories on a candy corn. It just sound, seems silly. But the fact that it she just upped the ante with the maple like, "Oh shit." But then I started thinking about it. I wonder, and I think that they did have like a caramel apple one. That sounds like it'd be kind of good. Um, no, it doesn't. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't remember that. But no, that sounds horrible. There that was sounds the, kind of good. There, was... there were the breakfast ones, like French toast. And remember, Jenna was trying those a long time ago. They had them at Target. They had some weird breakfasty ones. I, I only remember the... Wasn't the caramel apple the Oreo that they had at Ugh. one of the live shows? Maybe in Bumbershoot? Oh, maybe. Oh, well, I wasn't there. Maybe. That sounds disgusting. I love caramel apples, but I think the flavoring has to be kind of perfect for it to work out. Speaking of that, Taco Bell does have a caramel apple free, so I might have to try <laughs> shake your head. <laughs> no. Uh, why? I know. I There's no way. There's way too much. I could... If they sold, like, three sips of it, I'd be like, yes, please. It should be like when you go to a brewery and you get a flight yes. and you get, like, four yeah. little shot glass-sized beers or whatever. It's Come on. Who yeah, wants I to drink, f- like, 850 calories of fucking sugar water? Like, that's gross as fuck. Plus, I would be over it after, like, three sips. And then I'd be like, now I have to finish it because I spent $3 on this thing. And I'm going to feel fucking disgusting afterwards. Oh, no. Exactly. So they also mentioned the maple nut goodie, which it reminded them of or something. And I 
had tried that in the last few months and it was sort of by accident. I was ordering something on walmart.com and I needed like a dollar something to get free shipping. So I'm like, let's look at candy or gum. We'll just throw something in there. And there are these maple nut goodies. I'm like, that sounds like an old lady candy that I would really like. So I bought it and they're disgusting. <laughs> Even the kids are like, oh. That sounds like uh, the search terms of a movie I saw recently, but go on. Oh, I bet. You're into nut play? <laughs> uh, don't judge, Lisa. Oh, I forgot. You're into five-second quick jacks. <laughs> that too. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had so many things I could have just said, but I feel like a lot of things that I say come back to haunt me. <laughs> namely my vans box and some other things that i mentioned where i'm like maybe i people are gonna think i'm sex crazed like if i talk about all this stuff all the time i feel like uh your sister would feel the same if she listened to this like i didn't even <laughs> say it but i'm haunted by this now her muddy buddy yeah we're talking about butt stuff oh is that what a maple nut goodie is oh what no <laughs> is that the five second oh that gives you a five second quick check <laughs> got it god Okay, Halloween. What's the worst thing you've ever been given when you're trick-or-treating? Were you allowed to trick-or-treat as a kid? You're not a J-dub, are... right? <laughs> no. I was about to say, what do you think we are? No. Like I've said before, <laughs> uh, because we're Mexicans, it's like being... It's like growing up in like some like South Central LA neighborhood. You're just born into this gang, and my gang is Catholicism. But no, I we trick-or-treated, but because my parents were too cheap or poor or whatever to buy us uh halloween outfits i've i probably only triggered tweet <laughs> trick or treated like three times maybe uh and i don't remember getting anything bad like just like shitty candies but like i, I don't remember anything specifically i feel like you lisa i'm sure you have like some story where like maybe you were the actual person who had the razor blade in the apple or, or a <laughs> when syringe. When I was a kid, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be a thing. And every candy that tastes off, I'm like, I'm poisoned. <laughs> is that, okay, that's like, that's kind of a good, maybe it's not a good JMO, but that for sure is something that I thought as a kid where I'm like, how can I trust these candies from strangers? Like any of these could be poisoned as I shovel more of them into my mouth. I know. I love the fact that people actually back then would take their bags of candy to the to the ER and get it x-rayed. It's like, oh my God, people, just how about throw it away and get your kids some other candy and just switch it out and just give them the experience. Um, it's funny because I thought about like the worst thing that my kids have gotten. And then I think it was David that was talking about someone gave out like church pamphlets. And there is this one house that I'm like, Every time they send, they give the little church pamphlet and it's like, but they do give candy too. And it's not great. But there was also, that was only the worst thing. Usually it's just, you know, Tootsie Rolls, they suck, but kids like them. So whatever, it's fine. I mean, I think that's what we give out, the dots and the Tootsie Roll, like the cheap mix. Um, but there was this lady that used to live on our street and she was older. Her name was Betty. And the kids knocked on her door and she forgot it was Halloween. So she went into her cabinet and got them stuff. And it was like a Ritz stack, like the little like Ritz like package and like some other random stuff that was just in her. Who knows how old it was, but it was like so sweet. It's like, oh, it's like but... Splenda packets. <laughs> no, we weren't not in Allison's neighborhood, although she probably <laughs> would not give those out. Um, 
Also, our neighborhood being, at least there's, a, well, a lot of people are dying off, so there's a lot of younger people now, but half of the houses are all dark, and then I started thinking about it, I'm like, maybe they're all sex offenders, and I just don't know about it, because <laughs> you're not allowed to have your lights on on Halloween. That is a good JMO. Just me or everyone, I think, if someone doesn't have their Halloween lights on, they're actually a sex offender. Ooh, I'm going to send that one in for Halloween special. Remember when Allison used to do Halloween ones? I mean, holiday special ones? Yes, I think on one of the holiday ones, and I want to say it was Halloween, I had a football JMO read. Oh, I said, I said, uh, just mirror everyone. When I see a whiteboard, I just want to draw a bunch of X's and O's on it. And then she's like, yeah, I think that's like a, a scrimmage thing or something. I forget. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I sent in a Christmas one and I was saying that those inflatable, uh, decorations during the day just look like shit. It was sex related. Hold on. Damn it. Like spent Christmas condoms? I don't know. I said something like that. <laughs> okay. I don't know how people get this idea about me. So weird. But I do wish you would do like the holiday related ones because I think that's fun. Did you just now twirl up your little wire like <laughs> David Huntsbricker? Oh, I was wrapping my oh. uh, computer charger. How dare you mention it? These people By the way, don't care. Apple chargers are fucking ridiculous. Do they have to just do everything opposite? Just like everything has to be on the left because PCs have it on the right. So, and then their fucking charger. Are you seriously? It's like four inches off of the wall. This is so ridiculous. What do you mean four inches off of the wall? <laughs> when you plug it in. Sorry. Because it's a big brick. Oh, or... okay. I'll show you mine. Oh. I'll show you mine because you show me yours. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys can't see is I'm holding a MacBook charger. Well, my MacBook charger is like twice the size of that, but not well, as wide. It's that's longer. because you have a new MacBook Pro. So they're Ooh. just getting more stupid? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Speaking of that, if anybody wants to buy a MacBook from me, I've got one for sale. It's brand new. It's in the box. It's sealed. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, a couple of notes. I like that Allison got Ronald crumped because... <laughs> It's like, that was so clearly what Colonel Jeff was saying. The fact that she's like, wait, now how, who is this again? It's like, oh, that was very cute. Uh, David is Kramer when he gets water in his ear, apparently. And Daniel eating ice cream to death. I forgot why I wrote that. I forgot my thought process there, but it's not the way I would go. I'd probably like eat Mexican food to death, not ice cream. Uh... Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was a funny thing because I was like, I do love me some fucking ice cream. And it's like, yeah, why why uh, lay down in front of my exhaust pipe when I could just keep on shoveling that Ben and Jerry's, shoveling that BJ's down my throat? Five second quick, Jack. So I remember now why, because I had a stepmom that killed herself by eating a bag of Snickers because she was diabetic. <laughs> she did it on purpose, though. I don't know why I laughed. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so that was interesting. You had a stepmom. Yes. Who killed herself by eating Snickers. Correct. See, you should have put that in your Lisa quiz because I would not have guessed that one. 
I'll bleep that one out and we'll bring that back for the quiz. Oh, wait, you actually just heard it. <laughs> I can't uh, men in black you now. <laughs> that is, yeah. uh, that's yeah. something else. Yeah, she was, she was something else. She was a real weirdo, obviously. Well, she lived in a small town in northern Texas. Oof. Northern? I don't know. Mineola? It's probably population like four. I don't know. Minus one. <laughs> oh, that sounded like a fart, but it was not. It was my table crackling. My table crackling, because tables crackle. All right. Um. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... On October 7th, what's the name of the podcast? Go Fork Yourself? I don't know. <laughs> Go Fact Yourself, a live game show and podcast. Live shows at Angel City Brewery in downtown LA, Sunday, October 7th at 5 p.m. Jordan Morris and Allison Rosen. I am going. So if anybody else to go, anybody else wants to go, we will let's meet up. Let's have some drinks. And watch Allison and, and Jordan. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it sounds like a really good time. I wish you were coming out for that. But it's a lot to come out just for that. Uh, yeah, it, I think the next time will just be our live show. So more importantly, people come out for that. Yeah, save your saw bucks for March. Go fork yourself as my Doughboys ripoff podcast. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Okay, did you pick a JMO? The JMO. I did not. But okay. there were there were several I could talk about, but I nothing that was like, oh, my God. I wanted to mention that. Oh, my God. I wanted to mention that Paul, James Lee Ray Wilson and Toby all got JMOs on Thursday. And I thought that was really cool. And and <laughs> let's see. Uh, I, I picked three, but I, of course, I didn't write them all out. The whole belly button thing. Uh, nobody fucking. T- why would anybody touch your belly button that's creepy and weird but also if you happen to be touching it or cleaning it i do get that tickle in the back of my throat because they're all connected it is where you are connected to your mom so it's connected to like where you your stomach which is connected to your throat right we're all connected little robbie <laughs> I don't know. it uh sounds plausible yeah um the editing, reading typos one, I think that was JMO's for Aeros. Uh, much like we will talk about tomorrow during the book club, there's certain things that I'm like, does the editor just like towards the end, just like, fuck it. I'm just going to sleep through the rest of this. Um, I always think about that. N- not really what he or she, I'm guessing a he, uh, said, but I do just wonder like how this got through and like how I'm catching it. That's funny that you mentioned that you think Jamos for Aeros is a guy because I always picture it as a woman. Uh, but that's actually one of the Jamos I did like um, because it's something I do a lot, and I think I think the same thing. I'm like, how are you not seeing this? Like, but you have to understand these people like they're not just reading this one book. Like they have to read probably like I don't know twenty books a day. <laughs> I God knows. Yeah, but how when much. you're editing, it's like second nature to see something wrong. You would think, but I don't know, Lisa, if you ever read any of those books behind you, <laughs> <laughs> just just grab like five at a time and just start going through them and see how many <laughs> errors you spot. I, I spot them all. Um, The other one, Edible Intelligence sent in something about, I don't even know. 
the news stories or something and like too much information on news stories. I forgot what it was and I should be more specific, but the reason why I wanted to read it is really for my own <laughs> reason. And it was a Gmail I was actually going to send in, but then I thought, I don't know if Allison does this or not, but so I didn't want to offend her, but I try out new recipes like a couple times a week. I'm always looking up recipes, but now fucking recipes come with a goddamn fucking story. I don't need to hear about your son's picky and they even love it. And my, I tricked my husband into eating this. It's like, go fuck yourself. Get me to the fucking recipe. I don't need to hear your fucking goddamn story. And then I thought, doesn't Allison write for some food magazine? I'm like, I don't want like, or she did or something. Yeah, but she was doing interviews. So I think it's fine. Okay. I was I just like, eh, not like it's a hard hitting one. And now that they've done this one, it's like, there's no real need to talk about it. But it's like the droning on. I'm like, fuck, I don't even care about this fucking <laughs> cheddar bay biscuit recipe anymore. Of course they're fucking good. It's got two pounds of butter in it. <laughs> I'm just nodding with a weird look on my face. You guys you know can't see. What's good is that we are on video. So you could have Homer Simpson's glasses on with eyes painted on that look like you're awake. <laughs> But <laughs> anyway, all right, let's end it on me being very angry about all the my recipes that I have to do. To, oh, my God. Stop. All right. If you want to be on the show, because it's fucking awesome. Email BFFancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at BFFancast. Follow me at JMOs and BFFs. And follow me to Angel City Brewing on October 7th because uh, we'll have some we'll have some drinks. By the way, it's right by Mana, Mana, whatever korean barbecue it's like right across the street korean barbecue what um, was that place that we went to yes i have been to angel city brewery last time that oh, we were there right. or maybe not last time and speaking of stealing things uh the person i was with just happened to make off with a pint glass mistakenly uh, in huh? their purse uh but i think uh, that's what they're for yeah and then little did we know there was pint glasses being sold in their little gift shop which is also in there for like three or five bucks and we were like oh well too late now yeah i think the five finger discount's much better (laughs) obviously (laughs) agreed i can't stop spitting on myself all right uh little rafi where can we find you uh much like old honey huntsburger don't fucking bother twitter is a worthless cesspool of garbage instagram i haven't posted pictures on there in forever but since i did get the new iphone i was like what if i become an iphone photographer like some fucking dweeb so i'm not gonna do that uh uh yeah just don't bother join the facebook group uh it's the only thing i enjoy interacting with nowadays um and also if you don't have XM, Sirius XM uh, radio, and you missed Allison Rosen on Nikki Glazer's show, it is now a Comedy Central podcast called You Up, Y-O-U-U-P, with Nikki Glazer. And the August 10th episode is called Triple Berry Blast, and it has highlights from that week's shows, including a bit with Allison talking about dating Daniel in the early days. And uh, if you don't want to hear Ben Glebe, Lizzie Cooperman, Tommy McNamara, Carlisle Forrester, Andrew Collin, Ian Fidance, and Nicole Buchanan, you just want that sweet Allison Rosen segment, just go to 27 minutes and 21 seconds. You're welcome.
really doing all the work for everybody. It's very nice of you. And by the way, without Twitter, we would not have known each other. And maybe you're thankful about that, but... (laughs) Well, see, the thing is, Twitter is not what it was back in four years ago or whenever the fuck it was that we met. Twitter is... I'm going to lay down some some serious knowledge on you right now. Twitter is what you make of it. Well, Rafi, don't let it take you over. Yeah, I should, uh, I should tweet the tweets. Don't let Twitter tweet me. Don't become a twat. (laughs) (laughs) All right. BFFs, you're the fucking best. Thank you and good night. 